Oh yeah. We're back. People said they wouldn't make it to episode two. And we went, yeah. Well, believe in us more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Luke Hidgel Hour. Now, before we start the clock for the hour, Reese, our buzzer came in the mail from Amazon. Um, How exciting. It, very exciting. It's a big red buzzer for audio listeners. And instead of the last week's buzzer, we now have a physical buzzer to press. And I want to say that the podcast doesn't start, the hour doesn't start until I've hit the buzzer. I'm not going to hit it yet. Hey, well... Oh, Reese almost <laughs> hit the start timer. Um, so everything I say before I hit the buzzer on this podcast is strictly off the record. The Luke Kidgel Hour has not started yet, but it's about to start in three, two, one. <laughs> I was so underwhelming. <laughs> I was waiting to press this buzzer all week. I hadn't pressed it yet, right? It was sitting on my desk. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Sounds like a cruise ship is leaving Darling Harbour. Bunch of bogans are about to go to Vanuatu. <laughs> when I went to load it up, it had like a default sound on it. Right, yeah, because I go to race, I'm like, load like a nice horn onto it. And he's gone with like a uh, Titanic themed. Uh, but that's good. So yeah, the podcast has begun now. Uh, guys, the tour is on sale. I said last week that, oh, tickets might be on sale soon. They're already on sale. That's how, that's how soon, soon was. Uh, LukeKidgel.com. We're starting off in Warnable, then Shepparton, then Ballarat, then the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Actually, it's the Melbourne National Comedy Festival this year. I have no idea if there's going to be international acts. I think our country only lets you in if you're a famous tennis player. I don't think comedians get that privilege to uh, sit in a hotel for two weeks in quarantine. Maybe they do. There's probably just not that much money in it. Uh, if you came from the UK and then you traveled the entire way across the globe, you have to pay $3,000 to sit in a hotel for two weeks. And then you can only do shows that are 50% capacity. Um, I don't think that'd be worth your time. So it may just be Australian acts, but guys, I'll be there um, and get tickets now. It's selling quick. Uh, the first Saturday is almost sold out. And Adelaide, what the fuck? I've never sold that well in Adelaide before. And actually, that's not true. I sold out last tour. But that's <laughs> other than that, I used to sell really badly. Um, things have turned around. Uh, Adelaide is almost half full. Um, we've already got two shows on sale. Um, so, yeah, get your tickets. It's still ages away in May 1st, but it's moving. Usually people in Adelaide wait till like the hour before the show to decide to do a thing. They're just flaky-ass people, you know? You flaky-ass dudes and dudettes. Um, so, yeah, we're going to start... Oh, yeah, actually, I'm going to start off this podcast with another rant. Uh, we, need, we need to make an opener because I'm about to do some more TikTok bashing. Okay, I'm going to go ham on TikTok. It's a weekly segment now. I don't even know. I should just uninstall the app. If the app wasn't so vital to the success of my career. It's the only place that I get views now, so I have to keep the app on my phone. But goddamn, I send this to Reese during the week, uh, during the week, Weiss? I almost said Weiss, because <laughs> your name is Reese. Uh, so this is a screenshot, 
And I'm happy to chuck it up on the story of our podcast during the week, right? Um, and that's where you go. You write down, yeah. you write down, remember to put on Instagram story. Yeah, and I'll yeah. chuck it in the edit as well. Yeah, great. Sorry, guys. So he's still like my temp, you know, like he's <laughs> he's still in work experience. <laughs> um, so I comment. The first thing I do after I post my videos on TikTok is I top comment uh, 2021 Oz shows on sale now. Melbourne, Adelaide, Geelong, Warnable, Ballarat and Shepparton, right? That's the top comment. Now, three comments under that. Where do you do your shows? Have you got the epic burn sound yes, effect well. ready? Okay, yeah. last week I did tell Reese to get an epic burn sound effect for when I fucking flame a 14-year-old <laughs> on this podcast and I'm about to. Hey! What's her name? I'm, I'm naming her. I'm naming her. Hey, Jasmine! You're dumb. Epic. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> what did it say at the end? Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> got that, Jasmine. You just got flamed. You're stupid. Read. And this is what I think I'm going to have to make because I got uh, a bunch of emails from... It's always people under 18 because they're always going, Hey, as a 17-year-old, can I come to your show? And to that, I'd say, check the site. I'd say, look at the website, look at the information. And fair enough, if they hadn't looked at the website yet, they probably just think it's easy to ask me because they're 17, they have no motivation, they're a waste of space, and they just feel the need to get everything they want immediately, right? Because that's the way they were brought up. So I don't even really care about that. This one got me, right? I got one through the my ticketing services customer service inquiry section, which I didn't really know existed, but I, an email <laughs> landed in my inbox uh of a couple actually it's happened a few times of like hey mate want to come to your show which is awesome i uh, just wondering if uh 17 year olds come or i'm 16 i'm 15 can i come along uh and in order to send that i realized i was like where is this on the website they actually have to scroll past bold text that says all minors must be accompanied by an adult now that's not all shows adelaide's all ages but the rest of the shows pretty sure under 18s have to be with a parent or guardian. It's got nothing to do with the content of the show. Uh, it's all just about which venues and liquor licensing and boring shit like that. Because um, it's really hard to find all ages venues because uh, bar owners are like, I don't want a, a nine-year-old here. And that's fair because they can lose their license. So uh, anyway, I got a lot of those emails and Lewis and I had a great idea. I uh, will we brainstorming it yesterday. We were thinking of, Sending it because, like, often we just want to send back, Hey, can you fucking read? And that's rude. So, we thought to be a little bit clever about it and um, really rub salt in the wound uh, to a minor. We are, uh, <laughs> well, that doesn't, we should ne never rub a minor, guys. Shit. Um, just to, you know, send a message, we wanted to make like a little graphic that says, like, it's, you know, like the eye chart, yeah. right? And then like it says like EG random, like, you know, on the top in big letters, then it gets smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. when you go to the optometrist. Just in like the fourth line down, I want to write, are your eyes painted on dog? <laughs> right? And then I go, hey, please refer to the fourth line. Now they go, hey, fuck you. I go, oh, so you can read. <laughs> well, what was the problem before? If they reply back with, oh, I'm still confused. I go, hey, they actually might be blind and I'll help you out. <laughs> 
So it's a great system because it weeds out all the people that can read, right? Yeah. And it and it and people who can't read who are blind aren't offended by yeah. it because they're like, I don't even. Oh, he's probably just actually sending me an eye chart. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's what system we're going to have to adopt. But uh, th- uh, th- all jokes aside, thank you very much to everyone who's cop tickets to the tour so far. It's very cool. Uh, it's been like two years, I guess. Oh, it's been a year, but it got cancelled last year. Fingers crossed uh, it doesn't get crossed. Oh, I think I actually crossed my fingers. Fingers crossed that it doesn't get crossed off this year. Pretty cool wordplay there. So crossed twice in a sentence. Yeah, and then after that, I'm going to have some hot cross buns. Guys, this isn't funny. So, first thing on the agenda, all right, now that the TikTok bashing is done. Oh, no, wait, it's not done. (laughs) (laughs) The segment continues. Uh, (laughs) In a couple weeks, this is just going to be the whole podcast. Oh, I want it to be. (laughs) We should just like, I don't know. Yeah, I should have just called it the Luke Kidgel TikTok bashing hour. (laughs) Hey, do you hate people who don't have fully developed brains yet? (laughs) Me too. And like uh, this like 24 year old dude with nothing better to do with his life just <laughs> trashes fucking minors um, for enjoying his content. <laughs> God, I'm such a boomer. That's It's pathetic. This is like just the, the boomer podcast now. Um, anyway, so uh, one of my TikToks went great during the week. Got like 70,000 likes. Reese edited it, right? It was just like a stand-up clip, you know, and it was filmed... Like, I don't want to throw shade at the bloke who shot it. It was shot about three years ago or two years ago at a gig. The German guy in the crowd, if you saw that one during the week, uh, did great. Almost quarter of a million views, I think, uh, which is what, what we want. And it was so weird to me because, like, I was like, to Reese before I uploaded it, I was like, oh, let's just upload it. Like, fuck it. It's not, yeah. it's not that good. And it's filmed like shit. Like, it's filmed like uh, a war documentary. You know, <laughs> like, there's just shit going everywhere. Like, it's it cuts between me and like the the crowd like the guy filming it it's look is looks like it's filmed on like an android in like 2004 like a fucking blackberry or something and it's just like all over the shop and of course that's the one that goes that best up, yeah and i've noticed a theme on tiktok is whenever i upload a video uh that looks like shit it goes infinitely better than a professionally shot stand-up clip. Like, oh, upload a clip from my comedy special that cost over 10 grand to shoot. Everyone's like, what the fuck's this? I can see it. (laughs) Clearly. Ew. Not for me, thanks. All people want on TikTok is like a portrait shot, someone sitting in the crowd, high exposure, blurry, Like, we're actually thinking, and I was talking about it with Lewis as well, I was thinking of actually just, like, filming my shows properly for YouTube and then also just getting Reese to just stand there <laughs> and film it on his phone for TikTok <laughs> and it will go heaps better. I'm going to get Reese this year. Fuck. I was going to buy, like, a nice Sony camera, like a $1,500 camera to film my shows on this year so it looked great for YouTube. And then after the recent success of Garbage... Um, I'm actually thinking of, yeah, just employing Reese to sit there with a Nokia and I'll just get him to jump jump on a trampoline as he shoots my shows. I'll get him to operate a jackhammer just <laughs> as he like shoots my stand up and people on TikTok will be like, this is, this right, is this it. Is yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, that's what people want and no one complains. Like on YouTube, whenever I upload something that I know looks like shit or the camera hasn't been set up properly, but that's all I have from that year or whatever, um, people will be like, ah, what potato did you film this on? Like there's a real quality control 
it's good. And I like that on other social media platforms. Like people keep you in check and keep you wanting to strive and level up uh, quality wise. But on TikTok, people just like, don't give a fuck. Yeah. They'll just like, just want shit. they'll watch it. They, they want to poo. They want to poo while they poo. And that's fair enough. I guess that's all I want on the app. I kind of like it though. Whenever I see a stand up clip on TikTok and it's like shot from like the corner of the room, I feel like I'm in the crowd. Mm. I'm like, oh, like what's it like to be in a, you know, a German comedy club <laughs> watching this guy crush with material about his ex-girlfriend, yeah. you know? And it, if it was professionally shot, I'd be like, I've seen stand up before. I just keep scrolling. <laughs> you know? Um, all right, TikTok bashing's done, guys. We're, we're over. Um, this one was a good one. It was sent in. It was a news story sent in by a listener of this podcast. I was excited about it. Uh, great headline. Uh, it simply read, and I, by the way, I forgot who sent this in. I apologize. I need to get better at crediting people uh, who sent in funny ideas for the podcast. But uh, it was Amazon delivery driver caught doing a poo outside customer's home. <laughs> which is great. And I've said it once and I'll say it again. There is no such thing. There's no such thing as free, right? People go, oh, free delivery. That's great. Amazon's the best because it's quick, free delivery. There's always a catch. And in this case, the catch is a turd on your lawn. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Uh, It's a great article, right? (laughs) I will chuck in a picture of the bloke uh, for video watches of the bloke who got the lawn dumped. Oh, sorry. He, he didn't do the dumping. He's the guy who got his lawn dumped on. He doesn't look happy about it, no. does he? He looks uh, a bit like an egg. He looks like an angry egg uh, with, a, with a Lacoste polo on. So he kind of looks like, you know, one of Curse's boys. Like he, he he's kind of looks like he'd be standing on stage at the back like yeah. kind of doing light security work for a cursor show. Yeah, and you wouldn't want to shit on his lawn. <laughs> no, no, yeah. We definitely wouldn't shit on this bloke's lawn. I assume this happened in America. Oh no, Manchester. Uh, it happened in. So the UK. Um, Darren, 46, had to clean up the mess left behind himself with a jet washer. Jesus, he's, that's a pretty good 46. I've never seen an egg that old before. Um, he walks, so he goes, he told the Manchester News... He walks around the back of the flat, bends down, and does a number two. And this was all caught on security cam, similar to the infamous poo jogger incident that we had in Australia a couple of years back. Uh, where do you, do you remember that? The lady was in Sydney was caught taking poos oh, yeah. on her runs. Yeah, and then I uh, revealed a pretty uh, grim story on the podcast at the time of um, the the only the first and only public poo I've ever oh, done. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I um. I shot on a tree once during a run. It's it's a whole story. Anyway, go listen to that podcast. All right, I'm not going to tell it again. Uh, it's not a proud moment of mine. <laughs> um, he goes, and yes, I did go outside and check. Who would do a thing like that? It's just disgusting. And again, and I sympathize with the poo jogger. I would never, I don't condone this behavior. I'm not saying you should go and poo on your neighbor's lawns and stuff, but I've been there. We've all been there. You know, when you just like, you just really need a shit. I can imagine the guy, he's driving around in the van all day. You know, he's probably in a city, so there's not really like many public, surely there's a public restroom, but it's hard to get yeah. parking. You know, I imagine Manchester's quite busy. Where are you going to pull over? Like, he probably should have just shit in a cup. Yeah, surely you could have found something better. Shitting in his, would shitting in his van be better? I think shitting in his van is better. Um, 
Anyway, so this was my favorite part about the story. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it on the show after it got sent to me, uh, <laughs> Darren, the angry egg bloke who got his launch out on said that he complained to Amazon and for compensation for a poo on your lawn, what would you want for a poo on your lawn race? A fair bit. Yeah. 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 I, I reckon you want, uh, by the way, you don't need to talk more oh, into the sorry, mic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reese forgets how to do uh, podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. He's still a work experience kid. Um, actually, Reese didn't even know how a battery worked. <laughs> he was trying to get the button to work before the show. And hey, I thought it was common knowledge, but clearly it's not. He didn't know that when you put a battery, the flat side of the battery always jams into the spring. Yeah, I always looked at the symbol. He was like looking for the plus or minus. He's like holding it up to the light going like, where the fuck's the plus on the minus? I'm like, dude, flat side on spring. He's like, really? He's like, how do you know that? I'm like, because that's batteries since the dawn of Mate, time. I did VCO. What do you expect? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's a good reveal actually, guys. And I only found out this six months after I hired Reese. It was too late. Um, he did VCO. Um, the Victorian certificate. And I got ducks of VCAL at my high school. Yeah. 12. So you beat all the humans. Yeah. Imagine doing that, getting beaten by a robot in VCAL. I'm not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you were the ducks of... Oh, you were too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like... I don't know what to say. I, I can't... I, I, I had to get up in front of the whole school to receive the award, yeah. which is very embarrassing. My mum always told me, when you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. So no further comment. <laughs> It's just like, it's being like, yeah, the, you know, the big fish in a, in a small pond. Yeah. Yeah. No, good on you. There must be some VCAL kids that try the hardest. Clearly you. Did you try to get that? No, just my whole class was like just dropkicks. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it awesome? Like you must have actually had to try to get the ducks of VCAL. No, <laughs> not at all. It's VCAL. If you don't know what VCAL is, by the way, guys, I do a bit about it and went viral a few years ago. It's a, it's a Victorian certificate of applied learning. It's like TAFE. Um, but instead of like learning how to do a trade, you like eat glue and build blocks is essentially what you do. Was that accurate? My bit about it? Yeah. Yeah. Like year 12 was my easiest year of high school. And it shouldn't be. Year 12 no, should be a hardest very year. Hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I've been, that's so ironic that like that bit was like often probably why some of these people listen to this podcast yeah. and I've gone on to hire the ducks of VCAL <laughs> to help me make it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I reckon for a turd on my lawn, I'd want, I don't know. I'd want like, cause you could technically sue them for thousands of dollars. Although there's no damages there. Like unless it fucked up your lawn, <laughs> yeah. like this, it's hard to sue them. I just would want something like I'd want like a, maybe like a TV, free TV, free TV, like yeah. a $500, 52 inch, something like that. Like a PlayStation. Surely they could chuck me a PlayStation five or something like yeah. that. You know, it's Amazon. They've, they've got control of the market. Um, no, nah, he didn't get any of that. They offered him a $150 voucher or pound, 150 pound voucher and a Christmas hamper and a year's <laughs> free of Amazon prime. Like the subscription, which costs them nothing. And the hamper, the hamper. If that hamper doesn't contain a PlayStation 5 <laughs> and a 55-inch TV, I'd be fucking annoyed. That's They're the biggest company in the world. Jeff Bezos is in the news every month like, oh, he made another $3 billion or whatever the hell this month. 
And it gives the guy, like, someone took a shit. One of his employees took a shit on their lawn. <laughs> no, I was about to make a promise, but I don't trust you. Guys, if any one of my employees, so if Reese ever <laughs> shits on your lawn, I promise you will get more than a Christmas hamper and a Prime subscription. Please do not shit on someone's lawn because I cannot <laughs> afford even that. <laughs> I cannot. What is, what is even 150 pounds? It sounds expensive. It sounds like I wouldn't like the conversion yeah. of that. It's like 300 bucks, yeah, 200 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Please don't poo on anyone's lawn. He got fired, by the way, the guy who did the poo on the lawn. Um, and my favorite part is the way it's worded is um, they go, um, they added that the driver involved in the incident would no longer be delivering on behalf of Amazon, <laughs> which means like another career company is just <laughs> going to snap him up. <laughs> going like, we need more guys to shit <laughs> on the job. <laughs> it means it's like, must be he must be a hot commodity in the... Uh, delivering community uber eats are gonna snap him up he's gonna shit in someone's burger <laughs> um i don't know why i thought i was just gonna say uber sheets and that's not funny <laughs> i paused and if you watch the video then you can see me think about it and then i go no <laughs> and then i said it anyway uh man how good this is so good, man. <laughs> they described the security footage. Oh, is there, is there footage of it? Oh, I think there's footage of the security. Oh, guys, I'm watching a guy <laughs> take a shit on someone's lawn right now. Okay, he squatted down. Oh, he did it right near the window. He didn't even do it behind a tree. What a savage. He ducks down near a bedroom window. window <laughs> squats. He's still dumping. Still dumping. All right, I need to skip forward in the video. This guy's taking the... Surely you'd like duck, squat, and then out. He must have been so He's rude. still shitting. <laughs> it's been 20 seconds now. The guy's still doing a poo. Still hasn't stood up. All the videos frozen. Nope, he stood up, pulling up the pants. He's looked around to see if anyone's watching. We'll have to chuck in this footage. He didn't even wipe. What a savage. Damn, guys. You know what? That's why you should pay for delivery. All right? eBay's never shut on your lawn. I don't know. Maybe they have. Um, this is just the best article. There was a lot of poo on the floor and I cleaned it up straight away. That's great. So was he watching him while he was doing it? Um, no, he caught it on CCTV. Or maybe he was. I don't know. It seemed like he got onto the poo straight yeah. away. Yeah, Darren the Angry Egg was pissed. Of course, his name is Darren. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the male Karen, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, he would have been straight to the manager. Get Jeff on the phone. Thank you very much. Um, I just could not believe it, especially if we're in the middle of the pandemic. What does the virus have to do with that level of disrespect? Um, anyway, guys, that's a banger. Keep sending in stuff you want to talk about, um, particularly poo-related uh Things about big corporations tickle me slightly, you know? That's just, that's my kind of humor, you know? If Jeff Bezos ever took a shit on someone's lawn, I'd be chatting about that, that's for sure. Um, now, I'm going to talk about the Patreon Cricket Day in Melbourne that's happening this Sunday. If you are not a part of my Discord, we've uh, changed the Discord setup, so go check it out. Uh, go check out the Patreon tiers. Uh, so it's going to be... I said I was going to change it at the end of February, but then we realized that we had to change it uh, this month before everyone's new pledges came through. So it's uh, there's three tiers now on my Patreon. And thank you very much to all the new people. 
Oh, right in the microphone. God, that was disrespectful. Um, as I'm trying to like get people to give me money, I just like burp in their ears. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, there's a five dollar tier. Uh, is the first tier, which is the Luke and Meg podcast, uh, which we'll put in a clip for now. This one is about uh, Meg's mum interrogating us about our sex life while on the way to the hospital. Woohoo! <laughs> one time we're in the car going to the hospital. Meg had a UTI and I was just there. So I just went. I didn't really have to come. But your mum wanted to drive you. And then on the way there, it's like at midnight. I'm in the car, just in the back by myself. You got, She's driving on the front. I don't really know why I'm there, to be honest. I'm just there to be a good boyfriend. And yeah. also, I didn't have a lot else going on that night, you know. And your mum goes, so have you guys uh, been having my, any unprotected anal penetration? And I'm like eating in the back, literally do that. I go, oh. um, no. <laughs> Imagine though. Imagine if I had you have said yes. You were eating an apple. I distinctly remember what you were eating. Yeah. You were eating an apple. I just remember going, um, no, I, we haven't been doing that. But you know, like when you look back in those moments of yeah. your life and they're like those those fork in the road moments in your life where if you had have pivoted in the moment, life might be different now. Yes. Imagine if I'd have said yes. Oh. Imagine if I'd have been like, yes, I've been penetrating your daughter regularly, anally, without protection. And then just lent through the front seat and gone, yeah, we should probably tell the doctors about that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, Story gets a little raunchy. Uh, we pretty much just talk about gross stuff that we'd never chat about publicly on this. And it gets uh, very personal. And I think the last week's episode, we actually had to put a warning to our Patreon supporters on the episode of like, this one's a bit much, you know? Um, it, it, it was a little... I'm not going to give away what we talked about, but it was a bit much. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Topped Avengers orgy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It did top the Avengers orgy. Once we discussed, oh, well and truly topped Avengers orgy. Um, yeah, it was, I was disappointed in mainly Meg, actually, and myself for enabling the behavior that happened. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, Meg just, like, sex stuff aside, at one point, Meg just asked me to sniff her earwax. <laughs> like, just mid-podcast Oh, anyway, yeah, I saw in a Discord you wrote like an apology to everyone. I did. I had to write an apology, going, "There's no reason why anyone should ever have to pay to listen to that." <laughs> um, so yeah, if that's up your alley, a bit of earwax sniffing, then sign up to the Patreon. Uh, but one thing we're doing on the Discord tier, which is the ten dollar tier now, and there's also a twenty five dollar tier. If you just want to flex how much cash you got, we're going to be shouting people out on the podcast who are on the twenty five dollar tier as well. Um, yeah, the Discord tier, we're going to be offering uh, a meetup at least in every city or trying to, every city that I go to this year on tour, um, hopefully. Maybe not that some towns, depending on the tour schedule, but we're going to try and do it in like Sydney, Brisbane, all the capital cities. And the Melbourne one is uh, this weekend, we're doing a Patreon cricket day with my new Wheat Bix cricket kit that I won out of a cereal box. Uh, we're not... It's not the debut. I did debut it on the countdown day uh, during the top 10 of the Triple uh, J Hottest 100, but it's its second go. And just all, all I'm going to say is what would Brett Lee want you to do? He'd want you to come to this. So yeah, sign up to the Discord if you want to come to that on Sunday. Um, and yeah, we're going to be doing it like somewhere near the city and obviously all the information will be in the Discord. 
So, uh, yeah, thank you very much to new people for supporting this podcast because it is free, li- free to listen to, but it is not free to make. So we appreciate it. Um, speaking of Brett Lee, uh, I got a message on Instagram today, which confused the hell out of me, from a bloke named Fraser. Uh, love reading your messages. He just goes, hey, Luke, bad news. I can't use the graduation quote that you recommended me a few months ago because I live in Canada and no one knows what wheat bicks are here. So if you have, have any other ideas, let me know. And I'm thinking like, I don't remember sending anyone like a Weetbix related graduation quote. So I scroll up in our chat and guys, I've absolutely nailed this. I sent it at about 2 a.m. I think during lockdown. So I would have been in peak form, most likely on the beers. Uh, But the reason why I bring this up is because anyone, obviously graduation quotes are coming up. It's probably 11 months away now at school. So you're probably already thinking about it. What's going to be my mark? in my year 12 yearbook. Do you know how many times people will hit me up for their graduation quote? It's bizarre. I write about five a year right. for people. But this one I think is my best work. Originally, and this one is better for people in Australia. As Fraser said, it doesn't quite fit if you're in Canada. But uh, I go to him. He goes, hey, Luke, uh, can I get a grad quote? And I just sent him back. <laughs> Don't even remember doing this. Just like Brett, just like Brett Lee with Wheat Bix, I also do nines. <laughs> Guys, put it in your yearbook. That is fucking profound, okay? Probably not school appropriate, but very profound. And I think while scrolling through that in 10 years' time, you'll be like... Isn't that just an American thing? What? The grad quotes? Apparently not. Australian schools copy everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, we copy everything, you know? People play basketball here. Yeah. That's like a thing that my dad still probably gets angry about. (laughs) I can't believe people play basketball. I'm like, dad, it's... Well, you know, people play it all around the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't still be mad about that. It's like, can't just be AFL, you know, yeah. and punching people on the weekend. It has to be something else. Um, But yeah, we do a lot of American things. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, we have a lot of McDonald's yeah, restaurants so around I've as well. That. Yeah, it's almost uh, one in every town. Um, So yeah, guys, that's a great graduation quote. Feel free to use that. Quote me, whatever. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, actually, you know what? Don't quote me. Pretend that's your quote. People think you're a legend because not only are you like Brett Lee, not only do you eat uh, a breakfast that is high in fiber every morning and you imply that you eat nine of them, you're also implying that you're hitting some nines as well, even though you're probably a virgin. If you're actually writing that in your yearbook. <laughs> so it's a great one. Um, I was thinking about this during the week. Some jobs are hella overrated like crazy i was think i was watching a movie and then at the end it says like directed by so and so and i was thinking god someone spent two years of their life on this because i know a lot of people in the creative industry and a lot of people particularly coming out of high school who enjoy media and making student films and videos and youtube and stuff i when i often talk to them often their end goal is like i want to direct movies i want to make movies and I reckon that's it's got to be like when you're an astronaut when you're seven. It has to be one of the most idolized careers. Like, you know, it's because being a footy player, the end goal is kind of what you aspire to be. Like, when, you're, oh, when I grow up, I want to play footy. And you grow up and you're like, yeah, the training's hard. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of other commitments that you have to do as an AFL player. But at the end of the day, you're playing footy. When you're an astronaut and shit, like kids grow up, like, I want to go to space. Yeah, floating around in no gravity seems awesome. But 
learning about not dying in space for eight years before you actually get to go there sounds shit. That sounds like a terrible waste of time. Just so you can float around for 10 minutes, not worth it. And same with the, being the a movie director. I'm not trying to put anyone off this career choice, by the way. I just, it blows my mind that people are like, oh, I want to make movies. Does that not sound like a fucking headache to you? Just like coordinating. I don't want to be in charge of Ryan Gosling. I don't want to be in charge of Brad Pitt for like a, a year. That sucks. Like even before the movie, you got to like get a good script that's not fun. That's probably doesn't sound fun. Then you like do storyboarding. Well, I know you don't do it, but you've got to oversee it all. Like you've got to like do every frame and like at the end of the day, you'd be like, oh, when are we picking up the camera? And then you pick up the camera and there's like four cameras. It just seems like a real headache of a job. Imagine if your job in life was trying to make Vin Diesel look cool jumping between two cars on a freeway. The dude's like 50. If you can hide the arthritis and the the grimace on his face, or let's be honest, he stunt doubles face when he lands, then that's just impressive to me. It just seems like when you watch a movie in its whole, it's so impressive. And the end result of being that movie director would be like a feeling like maybe that makes it all worth it. Maybe that's the reason. Seeing it at the premiere and what you've worked on for the last two years must be incredible. But God... Like knowing, you know, when you watch behind the scenes of movies and knowing that like one scene will take like a month to film and you're just like, how is that enjoyable on set every day going, can you actually, when you wince there, when you go, can you do it a little slower there, mate? And then like the guy's like, yeah, I'll do a slower wince. And then in the edit, you've got to go through 40 takes of Ryan Gosling going, and you pick the best one. Fuck that. Even like editing YouTube videos that we film for an hour sucks. Yeah. Imagine like filming for three weeks and then you get like two minutes out of it. I don't know why I'm even talking about this. It just seems like, I, I you know what? Maybe I'm trying to put people off. Guys, don't be a movie director. Then you have the criticism as well. Huh? Then you have like the criticism as well. I know. That's another thing. I feel so bad for movie directors. Um, what I'm trying to say is I more respect how hard it would be to like, do a production that size. I was just thinking about this during the week. I don't really know why. I think about weird shit. But yeah, you spend two years on like this project that I'd imagine would consume your whole life. Like if you're making a Star Wars film or the next Fast and Furious, whatever. Then you get to the end and then nine out of ten people fucking hate it anyway. All these nerds come to the cinema and go, oh, this isn't canon. We're not, we're not, a, this isn't Star Wars. Why the fuck did Luke do this? No one even gives a shit about the effects and stuff anyway. Mm. People just get angry when characters say certain shit. And fair enough. Like if you're a director and you approved they fly now, they fly now? In the movie, you're a moron. That was a shit line. And stormtroopers shouldn't fly. I don't know why. I don't even have a good argument as a Star Wars <laughs> fan. I think I'm, you know what? I think this is like two years of repressed anger on the Star Wars franchises just coming out now. And I'm like, dude... I'll admit it, guys. The Last Jedi sucks shit. I hate that film. It's it's. I like Star Wars, and that's why it makes me angry. Yeah, I'm one of the butt hurt nerds in the cinema. It was getting angry. I remember laughing in the at the cinema both times I saw it. I saw it with a mate for the first time when Ray and uh, Kylo Ren kissed. Oh yeah, that was spoiler. Weird. Who cares? It was ha- it was released two years ago. I'm not, I haven't spoiled that for anyone, right? They kiss at the end of one of the Star Wars movies. 
after they've been like fighting for three movies. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed out loud in the cinema. And some guy, like a bunch of people, probably like a team of 50 people, put their heart and soul into that film. And I went <laughs> like that. Because I paid 17 bucks and I can. That's so disrespectful. Yeah. They they would have, I bet they spent three weeks on that scene. Yeah. What about when Princess Leia threw, flew through space? Yeah, when, <laughs> when Carrie Fisher just like, she's dead floating through space and then, and then she goes, and she starts flying back to the space station. I laughed out loud in the cinema. And all I can think of, like, it wasn't worth it. Whoever directed this, I don't care how much Disney's paying you. It's not a good job. It just can't be a good job. I don't know. And same with the, another job that also confused me while we're doing overrated jobs. Reality TV show editors. Oh, my God. Because, you know, when, like, when they film Love Island, they just have, like, a camera rolling 24-7 or, like, Big Brother. Yeah. In every room, there's just a camera rolling so they don't miss anything. Oh, imagine dumping the footage onto the hard drive and then sorting through just like 24 hours of people going, oh, she said this, and the guy's like, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> and then they have to make that interesting. That's the hardest job in the world. Yeah, you would want to be on good money for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people, oh, brain surgeons, fucking, they have a hard job. Try and make people, try and make Instagram influencers interesting for 22 episodes. <laughs> Those people do God's work, okay? I mean, at the end of the day, they, they actually, they don't really do a great job. <laughs> I have never got to episode 22 of any of those shows. <laughs> so they're failing, but fuck, they get me in for the first 10 sometimes. Sometimes I almost finish the Bachelor season, almost. But um, this year, we're going to be reviewing Married at First Sight, guys, on the YouTube channel. That's the plan. Anyway, but I think it starts off with the reunion episodes and I've never watched that show and that shocks people because I'm human trash. So people go like, you haven't watched a show that is essentially just kind of like pointing out how fucked arranged marriage is and the concept of that, which is actually uh, a massive thing in a lot of cultures still. Yeah. Uh, but white people are like, <laughs> this is TV. <laughs> like... <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like white people, that's white people going your reality, you know, to like traditional Indian people. They're going like your reality is our reality TV. Like, <laughs> your culture is our entertainment. <laughs> Lol. And then they just make a TV show out of that. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm keen to see what married at first sight is all around all about. I get the gist. I get that they put couples together who they think would be good together. But then, like, don't they get love gurus to see who would... Have you ever watched it? I've seen a couple of episodes. I think they do. They get, so, like, people to, like, match them together or something. But those people are shit at their job because they just fight the whole time. Yeah. If they were good at their job, if they were amazing, like, if the love guru just nails it, that would have been the most boring show ever. Yeah. Just watch people be happy <laughs> as you sit on your couch on a Wednesday and feel shit about your life. You're like, great. No one wants to watch other people be happy. That's why we watch The Bachelor. Because <laughs> you're like, I want to watch people fight over like some dude that's like a nine out of 10, but the he's like a 12 in looks, but he has like a four personality. Yeah. And let's just, you know, watch women with nothing else to do fight over them. It's great content. But yeah, editing that feels like the job that, it feels like the gateway job to get into the career you really want in the creative industry. There's no way someone comes out of like a film or TV degree you know, at RMIT and goes like, 
like, I just want to edit the block. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, fingers crossed, I get my dream job (laughs) and I get to like, just hang out with Shelly Craft and Scotty Cam and fucking edit some home renos. (laughs) That's no one's dream job. And I'm sorry if that's your job. (laughs) But that would suck. And you know what? It's And I would do it as well. Like back in the day, I would, you know, I would have done anything to get in that radio building. Lucky that I ended up getting a job on radio, but I would have like, you know, cleaned the Amazon delivery guy's (laughs) poo off the foyer to be in the same building as Hamish and Andy. Like when I was a kid, Mm. I I used to think that imagine just working in radio. So I get why like people come out of uni and you got to like, I know I respect it, but I'm saying like, that's can't be the end goal, right? They must have a high turnover in those jobs of those editing jobs. I doubt there's like, no guy that's got like his 20 years of service long, you know, no guys, there's no one taking long service leave <laughs> from channel 10. <laughs> this is, it must be a high turnover. I feel like the only person who's, who's earned enough days off is like Osher Ginsburg. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, you know, after like that many weeks of, hey, wasn't he hosting four shows last year? It was like the mass singer, three bachelor shows. Cause there was bachelor in paradise, bachelorette and bachelor. Yeah. And I think that's four already. Busy, man. That dude's busier than Kevin Hart. And that dude's in like four movies a year. That's crazy. Um, I reckon it's time for some flex chat. It's a segment that we are doing this podcast from time to time. Uh, And it's just a way for people to flex about their, you know, just, just slap your dick, you know, across the table, you know. Or, you know, it's the equivalent of girls who might be a D cup and then they wear a push-up bra. It's like, oh, fuck you. You know, you didn't need that. You, you had it all. And then you just had to go one step further. And that's what I love about the segment. It's people with, let's be honest, already a lot, clearly a lot of things going on in their life um, and just flexing that further. Pretty much the whole mantra of the podcast is... Um, yeah, just by being a bit of a dick. So this is Flex Chat. Can you please uh, edit yourself doing that little groove there yep. in the corner? <laughs> that was really good. Reese just had a little dance to that. Uh, this one comes in from Leo. Uh, he's Flex Chat. Is uh, and by the way, we celebrate all things uh, big and small on this uh, segment. He goes, I'm 16 and I went to Canberra the other day as a broke boy saving up to buy a car for when I get my peas. In Canberra, I walked around and I got to the Kelvin Klein store and bought four crew necks and about $700 more broke. It's not really a flex. That's a bit sad. (laughs) It's only a flex. financial decision. Yeah, that's just a really bad decision, uh, Leo. That's not a flex. It's only a flex if you could afford that. It's not a flex going like, and anyway, now I'm further in debt. (laughs) Now I've got no money. (laughs) What up? (laughs) Wait, wait. So you could have bought a car, which is a responsible decision, I'd say, for life. It's an important thing to have with work and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, we've and had an issue with GarageBand. Oh, it stopped. System overload. System overload. Yeah. It's what do you mean? It says system overload. The audio engine was not able to process or require data in time. Fuck. You should know about my functions. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we're back. Sorry, guys, our system overloaded. That sounds like we're running this hectic setup. It's just on GarageBand, <laughs> yeah. and I have no idea what happened. <laughs> but um, and Reese couldn't figure it out. No, I mean this is we we are talking about um a guy who before the episode there was a beeping noise coming from the computer. So when he turned on his camera, it goes beep, beep, <laughs> beep, ding, and then he goes, man, how do I get rid of that noise? <laughs> And I go, who have you hired? I go, have you tried turning the volume down? <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's good. Yeah, no, actually, he goes, I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah, guys, we've got a work experience kid in. Sorry about him. Um, he's overloading the system. He's, you know, there's there's beeps happening everywhere. Is that the noise? <laughs> yeah, mate, how are you going to turn that down? I know. Um, all right. So uh, anyway, back to uh, trashing Leo about his bad financial decision. Leo, it's only cool if you can afford the Calvin Klein clothes. It's not a flex. You know, you can't, it's not a flex to be like, just on credit, mate. Like, that's not a flex. But um, I hope that you look sick, dude. Um, dear uh, Luke and Reese, this one's yeah. for you as well. Um, this is from William. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, Grind. Great to be back, William. Uh, My flex is that I managed to buy some $8.50 katsu chicken sushi for only $2 as it was reduced from the supermarket. Best $2 I've ever spent. Boom. Nothing but net. Although, once again, uh, I wouldn't trust. $2 $2 chicken sushi. No. There's a reason why it's on sale. Because <laughs> the supermarket's going like, there's 10 minutes left on this <laughs> before it expires. <laughs> Let's just move it. Dude, two, oh, I, I don't think you can be bragging um, about yeah, discounted Asian food. Yeah. I always pay a premium for your katsu, mm-hmm. I would say. if $10.50, the better. You know, $14.50, that's a trustworthy chicken katsu. Even $8.50 is a bit excessive. Uh, $2, mate, it was probably already molding. You might get food poisoning. Oh, yeah. Um, William might be dead, guys. So, RIP William. Uh, this is the final one for Flex Chat this week, guys. And you can send them in at Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Jacinta said, good evening, Sir Luke. Oh, okay. I don't remember being knighted, but that's very respectful. I just want to flex that I've eaten out for every single meal over the last four days. Hashtag cooking is for the week. Boom, Jacinta. Man, another, pretty much another bad financial decision. Boom. I, I feel like now we're just celebrating people. Uh, New segment. So yeah, your bad financial, bad financial decisions. decisions. <laughs> Instead of that. Instead of the uh, nothing but net swish sound effect, we just put in like someone crying, you know, at the bank when their car gets declined. Um, yeah, flex chat. It doesn't have to be financial related flexes, guys. Um, but thank you for sending those in. Uh, that is pretty, that is a good flex for Jacinta. You know what? I get the vibe that Jacinta can't afford it. And also she's doing it because she just hates cooking. That's a bit of a flex. Got just cash. going, yeah, I don't need no... Uh, skills in the kitchen i need uber eats that's sick and then <laughs> that's how you end up with the shit on your lawn jacinta if you're ordering that much delivery services to your house uh all righty 
Um, this one. Oh, yeah. This was an idea sent in by... Um, and we love your ideas here, guys, at the uh, Luke Kitchell Hour. Um, obviously, it's no secret that a few people are still taking the podcast transition um, a little poorly, which is okay. And that's fair. And people uh, think making out that I hated the name, Memoirs of White Guy. Not at all. I loved the name of the podcast. That's why I named my podcast that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we obviously changed uh, it to the Luke Kidgel Hour uh, for reasons discussed in previous episodes. And um, just as a little tribute to one of people's favorite uh, things about the Memoirs of a White Guy podcast was, I think, and it was my favorite part, really, about the whole thing was in the first 30 seconds, we do our little intros, different ways to say memoirs of a white guy. So um, we thought... As a little tribute to that and just to pay homage to uh, the people who never got their ideas on the show. Um, and because I had heaps in my email that were just that now have never been read out. So we're just going to do a little uh, memorial service, uh, a memoriam, if you will. Um, do you have the. It should sad be loaded, music? yes. Where's the sad music? Uh, oh, yeah, two. emotional. Yep, here yep. we go. And it's about to get emotional. So these were my favorite three. Uh, listeners submitted old podcast intros that never got read on the show. So, guys, we're just going to do this once, and then uh, this is a great way, I think, to end what is what was a terrific chapter of this podcast, and a great way to send off um, some great submissions. Okay, there we go. Just took a while for the music to come in. That's right. I needed that little moment of peace. <sighs> this one was sent in on the email from Preston. Mediocre memories of a mildly memorable man. Okay, that was a little hurtful. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't read these. Reese just put them in. And um, thank you very much for that submission, Preston. I am mildly memorable. I am a man. And at times the show is fairly mediocre. So quite an accurate statement there from Preston. <laughs> uh, this second one comes in from Ned. And this one I was waiting for a day where I made a bad financial decision. Um, and I think Leo could have used this one to describe him his next trip to Canberra. Um, it was fables of a financially fucked fella. One of my favorites that I never used. And uh, very well done to Ned there. Uh, this one, the final one, because I'll be honest, we looked through the inbox and most of them were a bit shit and, and didn't make sense or didn't fit with the theme. You'd be surprised how many people fuck up that joke format <laughs> on the regular. This one came in from Zach and Zach was known on the show for sending in a lot of these intros. And this one, again, it's a little hurtful, but I liked it anyway. Myths of a middle-aged looking man. Ouch. That's the last time anyone can insult me with my own joke format ever again. But also probably not. Um, but guys, that's it. Thank you very much for all those submissions over the years. And we wanted to spice things up on this podcast with the podcast intro. And as you saw earlier, we do have this button. Here's the thing about this button, guys. We can load up customizable sound effects on this it can hold one sound effect at a time 
under eight megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not much storage space, but it was $20 on Amazon. So you can't expect much. And there were no poos on my doorstep when we received it, which was great. Um, although I kind of wish there was now. Kind of want that voucher <laughs> in the hamper. <laughs> um, I would clean, actually, you know what? I would clean up a shit for a free Prime subscription. You know, I didn't even get a Prime subscription and I have a comedy special on there. Yeah. I have something on their streaming service and I was like, oh, so did I get a subscription? And they were like, no. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. You guys, uh, as the new podcast opener submission, uh, can actually send in your custom sound effects to start the podcast. It can be a horn like this one. <laughs> I hope a little better than that one. <laughs> um, it can be anything. It can be an elephant sound effect. Um, I already know we're going to get a lot of farts. Yeah. Uh, but the way it's going to work is uh, pretty much from now on, send in your sound effects to start the podcast instead of your intros. Um, I won't ever hear them before we start the podcast. Reese will load up. A new sound effect every week. I'll smash it to begin the podcast and end it at the end. And um, I guess we'll see what people come up mm, with. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, good luck filtering through people's <laughs> sound effects. You can even record yourself. Like, you can be anything. Yeah. Anything under eight megabytes and let's say under three seconds. Yeah. Eight, that, that's the parameters. Four seconds. Well, uh, three's heaps. Yeah, yeah, One, three, yeah. two... Three, hang on, how long is this horn? Because this was enough. Two, three, four. Yeah, too long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so under four seconds it needs to be, guys. Uh, and under eight megabytes. Shoot them through to the email, uh, lukekidgelpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, that is how we'll be starting the Luke Kidgel Hour from now on with listener-submitted sound effects. It's an idea that scares me. Um, they will be... Uh, it scares me for two reasons. Reason number one is I have no control over whatever the fuck is playing on this. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what you're going to put on there, race. <laughs> I also don't know what's going to get submitted. So, uh, yeah, that's the little fun thing we're going to do from now on. And um, that's it. Where are we at with the podcast time? We have got seven minutes left. Seven minutes? Yes. Jeez, an hour is a long fucking yeah. time. I do. I, actually, I wanted to follow up on a few things after last week's episode. I was uh, reading the comments and I've screenshotted a few of my favorites. Uh, this one was hurtful from uh, Vark, from Marcus Von Rausch. A little bit fancy, mate. Chill out with your name. Uh, he goes, is it just me or does Woolies seem a little too sophisticated for Luke? <laughs> it's a supermarket. <laughs> How like basic do you guys think I am? We're talking about that I prefer Woolies over Coles. Um, I'm a Woolies man through and through, loud and proud. What do you guys think of me? That I'm just some fucking IGA dog? Serious? That I'm some LD dwelling fool? What like you're a Coles man? That uh, doesn't shock me. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't shock me. Um, and I and I'm still waiting for you to leave. I, yeah. I told you to get out last week. Um. But that was a little hurtful. I read that and I thought, geez, Marcus, um, message received. Like one guy just commented that my ideas suck. <laughs> that didn't hurt my feelings at all. I was like, I don't give a shit. You saying I'm too sophisticated for woolies. Now that fucking cut deep. <laughs> um, 
Uh, a lot of people annoyed that the podcast doesn't go for exactly one hour. That was the main bit of feedback we got yeah. during the week from the first uh, episode of this new format. Um, and to that, I just want to say, yeah, we have like a Patreon plug in there and like uh, there's me off the record at the start because it's only the hour of between buzzers, really. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's not going to go for exactly an hour because otherwise it's not a David Dobrik vlog. Okay, I'm not going to make it go for the exact same second every time. Because we might have, you know, a massive off-the-record discussion before we officially yep, start have, one yeah. day, you know. Um, David said, love the new vibe, love the inclusion of Reese. All hail our new robot overlord. So people are, yeah. How good. How good. Very good. Um, and uh, there was another good one. Um Oh, this one from Trent. Great episode uh, and loving Reese. A lot of love for Reese. Getting a small fan base happening. Very much so. (laughs) I think you're going to take over soon. Maybe. Yeah, and and that's what all the conspiracy theorists (laughs) predicted. The robots will take over. They're going to take our jobs, all right? And they're going to start hosting podcasts soon. (laughs) Um, You've taken a job from a young, hardworking, up-and-comer in the creative industry. I have. And it's pretty... It's not good, really, morally, that I've hired you. Um, Because... You know, I could have given this job to a human with ambition and drive. Instead, I've... I've uh, got all that. <laughs> uh, for a robot, yeah. You, yeah, he's like one of the smart ones. Like, oh, actually, <laughs> he didn't know how to turn on the volume. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. We're still programming him. Um, and uh, <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, I'm not even going to explain why, but this comment was, uh, the word you're looking for is assimilate. And that actually was the word I was looking for last week on the podcast. So thank you very much for the corrections. Um, I wanted to answer some of the questions that we've had on email for a while as well. Um, this one came in from, uh, Zara. She just sent in a bunch of questions, which I haven't done in a while. How much time we got? We have four minutes. Oh, I might, I might only get through a couple of these Zara, but I did like these questions. Uh, it was from Zara, listener of the pod. We love that here. Absolutely love the show. Here are some things you can answer when there is nothing much going on. Yeah, we've picked a good time. There's four minutes Second to go. episode. Second episode, I'm already out of content. <laughs> I do two podcasts a week. Um, I did have a quite... I, I had a racist story. Yeah. I wanted to tell, but it is really, it's racist. So... Yeah, I have to run that by HR. Yeah. Maybe I'll tell it next week. Yeah. Yeah. But then, then I feel like I'll have journalists waiting on next week's <laughs> podcast ready to cancel me. I just want to I want to put it out there and saying it's it's a bit it's racist. I'm aware of that, and the reason why like the reason why I didn't tell it was because I was like, oh, it's a good story. Like I probably will tell it next week now that I've brought it up. Yeah. But is it worse that I that I know it's racist and I still want to tell the story? <laughs> Or is it better because I'm self-aware of it and I can acknowledge my mistake? Yeah, it depends. I think it's worse because I'm going ahead with it anyway. But anyway, uh, next week is going to be a whole lot of racism on the pod and I feel a lot more comfortable doing it now that it's not called Memoirs of a White Guy. (laughs) Now I can actually just start fucking throwing minorities under the bus, which is uh, really what podcasting is all about in 2021, guys. Um, That was a joke. Because um, I know sometimes people don't understand that this is a comedy podcast. Yeah. So you're going to say 2021. Yeah. It'll, that's what makes jokes better as well. When you have to explain them to people on the internet. 
Uh, how many minutes to go now? <laughs> Two minutes and 40 Fuck, I'll answer one question, Sarah. <laughs> in primary school, were you the kid who was in trouble or were you good? I was... I've been an underachiever my whole life. I've always been really... I used to be really smart. Like, I was in, like, the advanced class in high school and, like, it was called the ace class. And, like, I was a nerd there. You were the ducks of V, Carl. Yeah. And um, I was the... I was the opposite. You were, like, the smart one... With all the dumb kids, yes. I was the dumb kid with all the smart oh. ones. Yeah, <laughs> so we've just met in the middle of yeah. life, and that explains a lot about this podcast. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's like the intelligence level <laughs> that you guys are going to hear from here on out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was like, I was a little shit in grade two. I've talked about it on the podcast before. I used to like go into the bathrooms, wet toilet paper, throw it on the roof. This was when I was like eight. Disrespectful shit. Um, I used to do and um, yeah so I, but then in high school I was like more of a self-aware shit like I was respectful enough to be like yeah I'm a dick but I'll treat the teachers with respect yeah that I was always just talking I was a guy like I would never do anything that bad until the teacher was like Luke shh Luke shh that was like Luke yeah. shh that was my whole high school in two words, Luke. <laughs> if I could sum up my teenage years in two words, it'd be shut the... F- oh, wait, that's more than two words. <laughs> it'd be shut up. <laughs> How many minutes to go? 40 seconds. Okay, Reese is looking at me like, you need to wrap it up. <laughs> Guys, uh, Zara, I'll answer the rest of your questions next week. We'll write that down in our little white ball we have here. Zara questions. Uh, and yeah, come to the shows. Uh, they're selling phenomenally well, which is great to see after a year off. I was a little unsure about how it was going to go if people were going to be coming back out to shows or not this year with the pandemic and stuff but they're covid safe um they are limited capacity so everyone can spread out and stuff and they're going to be so much fun seconds. and the show is sick lukekidgel.com everybody for tickets and we will see you next week <laughs> Now, now that we're off the record, that's a shit horn. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. So when I'm seen, you got a little longer, so it seems. I burned out, so to speak. I come a little closer.